0: Hi, and
1: welcome to the API Rising Podcast. I'm Van Tran. And I'm Kathy Butler. In this podcast, we explore pure journeys where Asian culture and corporate America intersect. In this episode, we explore intentional reflection and how we can look at the interconnected aspects of our life to make choices, to bring joy and equilibrium, to everything we want.
0: I know we had all sorts of ideas for the podcast. But today, I thought we'd dive into something that's pretty close to our hearts. Reflection
1: and intentional action. What do you think? Definitely. It's a topic that's not only crucial to our own personal development, but is so important to what we believe at API Rising, that making intentional life and career choices is crucial. And it's something that sounds so simple, but sometimes the simplest can be so intimidating
0: I know we get so caught up in our routines in our hectic lives just the day-to-day grind that it's hard to pull ourselves out and deeply take stock of where we are and if anything I learned from you that reflection is just a wonderful thing to do throughout the year throughout our lives It's a practice that I've started to do. But as I talk to other folks about reflection, many of the folks that I talk to fall into a couple of camps as we ask them to reflect on the year uh, behind them. They very quickly highlight a few key accomplishments to celebrate. It's usually something to do with their careers. There might be a couple personal goals. Maybe they ran a marathon. I don't know or, um, and they start to think about setting goals immediately. It's just two or three things that were highlights and they start creating a personal goal for the next year. Or there are some folks that really struggle to think about what's important to reflect on and they're overwhelmed and they're like, I don't know. It It was a big year and there's nothing else that's deep underneath. So either camp, it's either you don't have an inventory or it's not a comprehensive one,
1: absolutely. I think it's hard to know because oftentimes we struggle with even identifying what are the important things in our lives. And we're not just talking about routine self-reflection, you know, I do reflection every Friday afternoon, one to get myself ready for the next week, but also as a little bit of a cleansing in terms of like, I did these things. I can check them off. Um and that I think is routine. But we're talking about intentional reflection that disrupts your normal routine to give you time and space for a deeper view of you of your life and for what you want. And we've seen frameworks for this that are pretty comprehensive, but it's helpful to simplify a bit. You can start out with six areas to look at, like relationships, career, finances, personal development, play and creativity, and health and wellness.
0: Absolutely. Those six are so interconnected. They make up every part of our lives. And I know from experience, neglecting one can impact the others. And I think a lot of people suffer from this. Um, So it's really about achieving balance. And I say this as I smile, because I may be jaded by it. But it's said so often, but the reality is it's so true. It's so true that if one falls down, all of the other areas are somewhat impacted. I mean, how many times have we thrown ourselves into our work and felt the guilt of missing important moments with our family or found ourselves not fully present or talked to someone who's not had any time to really just enjoy life, to really play and explore creativity, to refresh or replenish. It affects our productivity in our relationships.
1: We experience burnout if we don't do any of that. Yeah, absolutely. Guilt is probably a topic for another day to dive into, um, potentially since we may have had tiger parents and et cetera. Um, But I think what we want ultimately is clarity in our choices and to really choose what matters to us. But that is much harder said than done. So let's get into it. A reflection could start with asking ourselves, how satisfied are you with that particular area? And it helps to gauge of some sort, like a one to 10 or one to five, with very satisfied or very unsatisfied. What are some highlights, some lowlights, what's working, what can be improved, what you should stop doing, what you should continue to tackle? I actually did this exercise knowing that we're going to
0: cover this podcast. And I really love this framework. Overall, as I went through it and started listing out some of the things that I felt very happy with, but also looking at um, some of the areas where. I really wasn't satisfied with what was going on. Overall, I would say this year has been a year of building relationships, fostering existing relationships, connecting with nascent ones and meeting and building new relationships. It has been a concerted effort that I've actually blocked time for in my calendar to say this is the day that I'm reconnecting with people, networking. I've also been reflecting more on my interactions with Ian, my husband, and um, definitely have put in some intentionality there. And I think there's always room um, f- for that in, in being very cognizant about where my part is and all of that. Additionally, I focused on uh, personal development. This Decision to start API Rising with you was a really big decision. And it's one that has felt so enriching um, as I take a deeper look at what I want for my life. But then I looked at the areas that I've kind of neglected. And, you know, I feel like they're somewhat common with a lot of folks health and wellness, play and creativity personal finances, although that's expected in terms of the plan that I made for myself this year. And looking at those three areas, I think the most egregious and, ne- and neglect is play and creativity. That's completely fallen by the wayside because I've told myself there's no time for it. I, I always feel time starved. And I'd been so focused on building this business and relationship building that it wasn't until I was talking to a friend of mine who happens to be a coach as well about my life updates and her response in that was what are you doing for fun and I had this moment where I was like oh I really haven't really taken time to just enjoy fun (laughs) Not with like a purpose, but really enjoying life. And without play, life can feel like work. And it felt like life was work for a little bit. And so, uh, you know, that was that was kind of an eye open, opener for me. And of course, there were deep dives in here, but I don't want to <laughs> go deep, deep into it. But you get
1: the gist. Uh, what about you? Yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of what I think is positive change for this year, leaving my role as CEO, going back to school, had a wonderful marching band season, spent a lot of time with my kids, especially since my son went to college. And when I look back on kind of all of those different areas, I feel pretty content right now. Um, You know, I, I make time for things that are important to me. I say no a lot, which you know, and it gives me an opportunity to focus on the things that matter to me and not on the things that don't serve my purpose. And I'm working really hard to live right now. And especially since my son moved to college, I'm so conscious of time and maximizing time and Creating the space that's needed to have strong relationships with both of them um, and my husband and to serve a purpose where my, my focus is on my family and the things that bring me to life. And eventually it'll get into the priority where it is, you know, 120% work and all of that. But I'm trying to just live in the space that I'm in right now. And reflection is so important in that if I hadn't sat down to reflect it, I probably wouldn't have said, oh, like, I think I'm okay. Um, And feeling that moment of flow is really joyful. And I always remind myself of even moments where I'm like walking the dog or doing something else. If I'm feeling totally in flow, I will stop and say, I feel really in flow right now and just recognize that as a bit of daily reflection. It doesn't happen all the time. because I don't feel in flow all the time. But it's also been helpful to um, just enjoy the moment, which I think gets lost a lot as well. Yeah, I feel that contentment.
0: I feel that energy from you. And it's so calming. Um, I feel grateful to have that energy in my life. And I want more of that for myself as well and even in talking to you i can feel my own kind of restless energy just calm down and remind myself that i i need to i don't want to say be ruthless but be very very laser focused on a few things that i want to accomplish because my challenge is just wanting to do everything and that's why my energy is just this frantic Pace sometimes.
1: I mean, it's also incredible that you want to do so many things. I think that is such a great way to think about all of your passions. But I think as a coach, I would say, well, what are the things that are really serving your purpose? And what are the things that are going to really bring out the joy for you? We're not coaching right now, but those are the questions that come to my mind in terms of curiosity so that you can protect your energy um, and to be, again, just focus on the things that serve your purpose. But with the view of how you're feeling in your six areas, ask yourself, I guess, where do you wanna spend more time and what more do you wanna do? I think this is part of the self-reflection work. And it's so easy to be critical of yourself, but perhaps changing the point of view to one of abundance could be inspiring. Um, and think about all the things that you do love and things that are finding joy in as like these are great areas and I want to do more of them um, and how to find that in the other spaces where maybe you aren't feeling quite so abundant. I love that you had that
0: mind shift or identified that just working from a place of abundance that just clicked for me in terms of wanting to respond for everything to everything um, in the moment and saying, okay, if I don't do this now, when will I have this opportunity to do it it again? I have this sense of urgency that everything needs to be done. And that could be another mantra for, for me in 2024, just slowing down. And knowing that I have this tendency, I think for me, I have to book the time and create those spaces to create the tasks in my calendar Otherwise, I start prioritizing all the other things. We just talk about, you know, mindlessly following a routine. But with that intentionality, I love that you do the reflection on Friday and thinking about things. I, when I am in flow, I do the same. I get to Friday, I block out all of my time. I block out even time to drive, which I know sounds really extreme, but um, I tend to fill things in if I don't have it blocked in my calendar and I'll do something else. It's not like I'll actually sit and rest. So I actually block time to rest as well. And I've just started uh, a, a family calendar where Ian and I are putting in some of these things. And so I'll just have to, you know, leverage some folks to hold me accountable for some of these things. And if anything, I've learned, um, over the years and as I get older, that allowing my friends to help me out is quite a gift that I should, um, definitely accept. So that's, that's definitely something that I want to focus on is just, really managing my time and managing my energy so I don't lose steam and booking in all the things that were maybe lower in terms
1: of scoring and satisfaction. (laughs) I think having help is great and I think what I'm hearing is that you really know yourself well in terms of organizing your time in a way that you use effectively because if it's going to help you dive into the areas that you wouldn't normally otherwise or i get cast aside because of your routine but you know that if you put it in your calendar it works for you i think that's great it's like taking advantage of a system that works well for you but making sure that the system is doing your um your life justice in terms of being like really whole and holistic about I think asking for help or being open to help is one of the things that gets in the way of getting a lot of the things you want done because you or people in general, myself included, feel like we can get it done all alone and you start to do something and then you realize that, oh crap, I need, I need help. Um, and asking for help, as we know and as we've talked about, is not uh, easy. And I struggle with that for sure. Um, and my husband will say that I don't need to take on a lot of the things that I do take on. Um, and sometimes it's not right to think that if I just do it all myself, it would be easier because most of the time it's not. Um, but I am very, very specific about pre- protecting the time for the things that I want to do. Um, and so that, as I said earlier, means I say no to a lot and I say no to a lot of things that I think other people find joy in. I don't watch movies I the watch any TV for whatever reason, this season, I've watched a lot of football, but that's brought me a lot of joy. So I make time for that. Um, but for the most part, I, you know, I don't go out very often. I guess I just like to do the things that I like to do. And that helps me bring a lot of contentment to myself. Um, but I also give myself some grace when I have to think from and shift from daily thinking to weekly thinking because life gets in the way couple businesses I have kids things come up and I know that if I'm critical with myself I will be super demotivated and I won't get anything done that I really want to get done so things like you know life things like laundry or bigger things like going out for runs or whatever the case may be and this reminds me a lot of the elephant and the rider metaphor that we talked about a couple of podcasts ago. You know, asking ourselves what's in it for us or what's in it for you, and removing the barriers that help will help you unlock what you may really want to do. Is sometimes the motivation that you need. Um, and I ask myself that a lot. I'm like, well, what's in it for me if I do this? Sometimes it's. I'm not enjoying creativity, and sometimes it's like really functional. Like, yeah, I've got to do seven loads of laundry, um, and what's in it for me is clean laundry, and those things, you know, matter. Um, and whatever is going on in my brain, that's, I guess, how I rationalize um, staying in the spaces that serve my purpose. Um, and I would also say, giving yourself a lot of grace is to reflect on that and to make that part of your daily routine is to say, hey, yeah, sometimes I'm going to 100% get it right. and I'm going to be like 200% on the whatever. And then some days we need to just replenish with a nap and a bourbon. And that is totally okay too.
0: I love that. I just pictured that a nap and a bourbon. <laughs> but I like the mind shift for sure. I've seen so many um, kind of coaches and leaders talk about having a specific mindset. And I do agree with you in terms of having a positive motivator um, is going to be key to kind of consistent consistency and just longevity of that effort. Because otherwise, if you're just critical or saying the example, like I have to go to the gym instead of I want to go to the gym or I want to feel great. I want to feel energized. And this is one way in which my body will always feel energized. Um, is quite different from I have to lose weight and I have to do all of these things because that can be quite demotivating. So I agree with you. Thank you so much for indulging me on this journey of reflection. That's a bit of a wrap. Let's just recap in terms of reflecting. It's great to bring reflection with a level of intentionality. We have six areas that we recommend for folks, but please do feel free to look at other ways in which you can kind of deep dive into your life to take a comprehensive inventory and then think about it from a satisfaction standpoint. So just this level of agency around that of what is actually important to you, identify that and and take a deep look at that. And then start to put intention in terms of how you plan to create change or impact that area uh, to where you want to get it to be and build out some frameworks for yourself to drive accountability, make it easy Uh, in terms of the elephant and the rider. You are the rider removing all of the obstacles to make sure you achieve your goals and build in the system and support that will help you. Meet those calls.
1: Anything else? No, I think that is it. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out on LinkedIn and Instagram at API Rising for more leadership programming and coaching. Visit www.apirising.com.